Good evening. Good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life, beloved. Praying all is well with you on this August 15th, 2023. In the name of Jesus. Yes. So I'm lifting up my whole household along with myself. I'm lifting you and your whole household, beloved. I am lifting the kingdom family. Do, 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 do. Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn, lifting them and lifting up their families. Worldwide, lifting children. Worldwide, lifting travel mercy. Worldwide, lifting perfect health worldwide in the name of jesus power love and a sound mind and no weapon formed against us in the name of jesus no weapon not one shall prosper no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and our righteousness is of the lord thus says the lord so father we come to you <clears throat> lord i glorify you lord i exalt and exalt you in the name of jesus lord so many of us need help in different areas mature us through every form of persecution lord god and let us remember the assignment the assignment is not about us feeling comfortable but the assignment is for us to declare your gospel and be fishers of men. Father, remind us in every area who we are and whose we are first. And Father, be glorified in the midst of all, every trial and triumph, Lord God. It's because of you, every victory and every sacrifice is because of you everything we face lord god is to bring you glory and to build the body to build the kingdom in the name of jesus because we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places lord keep us in the spiritual mindset with the capital s the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, this Holy Ghost, Lord God, let us stop fighting in flesh and seeing this thing in the flesh. Father, send comfort to all my brothers and sisters, whether they're going through or they're not, whether they just came out, they're in the mist, they're going in a storm, whatever the case may be, the most peaceful time of their life. Father, but remind us, it's a purpose and it's a race and everything with you is intentional and you're still on the throne in the beautiful and mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, and I praise you, Lord, and I give you all the glory in the beautiful and awesome name of Jesus. Lord, bind up everything that is contrary, contrary of you in Jesus' name. So good evening to you, beloved of God. 
praying all is well with you, beloved children of the Most High God. Yeah, welcome to all those the Lord have sent on this August 15th. So what I came to talk about, so hear my clicking, you know. I think that just be God keeping me on task, okay? But what I came to talk about is the Lord allows us to do who he is. The Lord allows us to do him. Mm -hmm. The Lord allows us to do who he is. The Lord supplies the need within the work. So that's the first thing. We have to surrender it. Because God does the work. A lot of times we're in our flesh, but God does the work. If we study the scriptures, we'll see. If we study the scriptures, we will see. God does the work. Okay, so when we don't allow God to do the work, we fall. Because we're doing it in flesh. We're doing it in flesh. So it's just like... It starts with Adam. It starts with Eve. God needed a man to till, but he already had put everything in Adam. Adam had everything God is. Adam had everything that God is in the earth. He had he had it. Because Adam, this is he, God gave, when he blew the breath, he blew himself. When he blew the breath of life, he blew from within himself. It's his spirit. He blew into Adam. And this is the thing now. It says um, he gave Adam everything. And let's see, where can I start here? I'll start in verse 16 of Genesis 2. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so. Because the man. Can, okay. Let's go here first. Genesis 2. Thus the heavens and the earth was finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day. God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made, okay? And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it, he, the Lord, had rested from all his work, which God created and made, okay? These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth. Before. Okay. And every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. Now, if we go before this, when God said, let us create man in our image. 
it says, and God created man in his image. But I'm not going to go there. This is not about this teaching. Okay, so it says, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath, God's breath of life, the breath of life. Mm -hmm. What was in God, he blew into that man. Yeah. And man became a living soul. It's like, what was he before that? But it says here, um, now we're going to skip over. Verse 16. And the Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, you may eat freely. But of the tree of knowledge, that's, that's the hold up. The knowledge. That's the holdup for the majority of us. That's the holdup. It's the knowledge. Until we come into understanding, we get stuck by knowledge. And this is why we can't do the works of God because we're doing it through knowledge, earthly knowledge. It says, but of the tree of, it says, um, but of the tree of knowledge of good, which is God, and evil, which is darkness. You shall not eat of it, for in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. And they did. Now, the thing is, right, uh, it's the knowledge the majority of us have the knowledge that God exists. We know God exists. No matter what we may be calling God, we know God exists. Whether we're stuck in a higher power, which is not one of his, his names written, but we know there's a God. Whether we are talking to a rock, whether we're talking to a statue, whether we're talking to serpents, whether we consider the gods on the hier hieroglyphics, Whatever, the sun God, the moon God, the water God, the frog God, whatever, we all have the knowledge that there's God. Even when we try to admit there's no God, we all have the knowledge that there's a God, okay? The thing is, we don't want to come into the wisdom of who God is. But we all have we we all know that's what knowledge is the knowing of something we all know. Even the ones that say there's no God. You don't talk about something you don't think exists. You don't fight over something you don't think is true. So I mean, you just go about your business. You don't fight over something that you don't believe in and you don't think exists. You don't even have a conversation about it because you don't think it exists, right? Okay. But we all have the knowledge. We all have the knowledge. And 
One part is too, because that tree is there. So in the flesh, we all have that knowledge. In the flesh, right? Once that fruit was eaten from that tree, the knowledge was in our flesh. And this is why we fight so hard against knowing God. Because the knowledge is in our flesh. But our flesh lust. Our flesh lust and war against the spirit of God. And we gravitate toward evil because we have the knowledge. Because evil just feels good and evil just looks good. It looks better that Broadway. There's so many things. It's just like, okay. I'm in a, a, a country part of a city, right? But I've been in other places. So I used to shop and everything in Harlem and Manhattan and things like that. So I know that there's more opportunity there. There's more opportunity there. And if I was able, I would be in Ma in Harlem, definitely, and Manhattan all the time. Because one has the garment district and just one, I just love going and shopping. So there's more access there. there when you look at the picture between the little country place or town, and you look at the bright lights and you look at the city don't sleep. I don't know what it's like now because I know before I left North, Harlem was changing. So I know that it's, it's really changed. And since I've gone back a couple of times, um, I haven't been to Harlem, but to the Bronx or to Brooklyn, it's changed. So I understand that. But when you're in Manhattan, the city doesn't sleep. When you're in the country, it get dark. There's nothing out there but the animals and some people that grew up, you know, in the dark and don't mind being in the dark at night. But for those that is not used to that and don't like it, we're not out there in the dark at night, okay? Unless we're still in the world and in the dark and don't even realize we're in the dark. But when you look at the access, so it's the same thing with the broad way and the straight and narrow. The straight and narrow is straight and narrow. You can barely see, and and it gets as we as we are traveling along, it gets more cramped. It's less people in our lives, less things for us to do because now we we have an understanding of wisdom over the knowledge. So, yeah, the tree of life is so eternal and so valuable. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil has more to offer. It's just that the payment is deadly. The tree of life is life eternal. The tree of knowledge is of good and of evil. Mm -hmm. But the end it separates us from the good.
but it just looks so more enticing. Because there wasn't just one tree there. So the one forbidden tree just looks so more enticing. Then the tree of life just, okay, it might be a pretty tree, but, mm, you know, don't have all the colors like in the fall. Maybe the leaves were all green. I probably live in green. So, but this other tree, the limbs going in different directions, whatever the case may be, more enticing. But it separates you from God. So, we have to have wisdom over the knowledge. Because just because you know something, don't make it the truth. It could be a fact. But they don't make it the truth. So a lot of things we're living off of are opinions, it may be facts. We know God exists. That's a fact. But that don't mean we accept God. That's the truth. Less, the, less are getting into the kingdom of God because less want that tree of life. We want the right now what seems good and appears to be good, even though God says it's not good. And this is how we end up in the things that we're in. And we fight God with it because we're in it. We might be miserable, we might be unhappy, but we don't wanna release it. Not knowing God has greater God has excellent. God has perfect. God has complete. God has wholeness. But until we taste and see that the Lord is good and we believe the truth over the facts, we never get to really having a relationship with God. If we ever can just get a portion of what we don't know. If I would have took hold of this at such a younger age, I don't know where I would be, but I know I would be further along than where I am. I never knew about the marriage of God. I had never experienced that. I see earthly marriages, but to be where God breathed the breath in you and you receive the breath, you don't hold your breath to not receive it, to know you can see God or taste God or experience your prayers being answered in a, not just to draw us in, but the actual supernatural and divine experiences with God. That's all I know. So it says, um, but the tree of the knowledge, 
just the knowledge of God. Nah. Mm-mm. I want the truth. I want the experience. Mm -hmm. It says, the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Now, a lot of people go through our lives believing that wasn't the truth. But God only speaks the truth. They died in that day. I'm not here to teach this tonight. We've talked about this on Speak Life. Well, how can you say, Rachel, that he died in the day and that they died in the day? Because no man lived a thousand years. With God, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day with God. So no man has lived a thousand years. Nine hundred and whatever. But no man lived a whole day. So it says here, and the Lord God said, it is not good. Lord, have mercy. I just had this conversation. It is not good that the man, the man should be alone. It is not good. I will make him, I will make him a helpmeet for him. The man was alone. God is not alone. God is three-part trilogy. So it says, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of of the field in every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam. This is all in the seventh day. And brought them unto Adam to see what he, Adam, would call them. How would he know what to call them? Because of that breath of life. God deposited himself through that breath of life. Mm -hmm. And whatsoever, whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Because he had wisdom. Mm -hmm. God put himself in Adam. And God puts himself in us. It says in Adam gave names to all cattle. So you know how science try to come and change it. They're already named. Adam gave Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field all and every but for Adam, there was not found a help me for him. Adam, my Lord, I love the Lord. It's the smallest particle of any matter. Okay. So Adam, 
It's the core of God. From that breath, that's the core of God. So what is in God was in Adam. It's just that Adam couldn't see what he had or have. Just like we don't see what we have because we're too busy either looking back or looking at the tree of knowledge instead of receiving wisdom. God does greatness. God doesn't do makeshift. God does greatness. So when we get what we get from God is the best. God does greatness. Yeah, God, God does greatness. Mm-hmm. It says here in John 15, verse 1, I am the true vine. I, Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, am the true vine. And my father is the husband man. Every branch in me, every branch in the word, every branch in the Lord Jesus that bears not fruit, he takes away. The father takes it away. And every branch that bears fruit, bring forth, right? The father purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, how can we do that? Now, right now, you are clean through the word because of the word that is in us. And we're attached to that branch. We are clean. Mm-hmm. which I, the Lord, we're only clean by one word, one begotten word, the word that was in the beginning. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So it says, now you are present tense mm-hmm. to those that receive. Now you are clean through see the thing the importance about being clean you don't realize the importance if you're not clean you don't realize the importance if you don't desire to be clean but once we allow jesus to come within us and allow and stir up that word that's in us we will see our life changing from the inside because of the wisdom. There is a godly knowledge and a worldly knowledge, but knowledge don't compare nor compete with wisdom because wisdom is the principal thing. Knowledge has to bow to wisdom. So it says, now you are clean through the word, which I, the Lord Jesus, the word has spoken unto you. Abide in me. 
This is how we get the things of God. Abide in the word. Abide in me and I abide in the Lord, abide in the word, and I the word, the Lord in you. So everything that he has, we have. Let me go to that before I continue to talk because I know me. Okay. So it says, or he says, not it. He says, abide in me. Abide in the true vine. Abide in God's only begotten word that was in the beginning with God. And I, the word, the Lord in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. There is no branch that could bear fruit without being connected. There has to be a vine. There has to be a source where all the water come through, where all the feeding, whatever is needed. All the source is coming through. You can have a branch on the ground. Once it's departed from the tree, it's departed. Unless it's somewhere it falls and it's that type of tree that can bear root. But if it cannot, that branch is going to die. It's the same thing with us. If we're not connected, our soul is going to die. We are going to die. We will not have eternal life. When we are connected, we pass through death and we rest. We enter into the Lord's rest because we look like him. Mm -hmm. And we're children of the truth because the spirit of truth will reside in us because we're in the word and the word is in us and the word sends the comforter. So it says, abide in me and I in you, like I'm feeling that, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, in the word, in the Lord. No more can you or us except you abide in the word of God, the Lord. I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abides in me, the word, the Lord Jesus, and I, the Lord Jesus, the word in him, the same bring forth much fruit. Okay, so we have the things of God within us. God is life. Are you bearing any fruit? Or are we walking around with knowledge, disconnected from God? We have the knowledge of good and evil. Is that what we're settling for and not bearing no fruit? Now, we could be the called and maybe at times we're studying the word, maybe times we're not. But are we bearing fruit? See, because those that don't bear fruit they're purged away. They cut away. So I've had this conversation with a couple of sisters. It's not, it's, it's good fruit and there's bad fruit. Okay. So a harvest shows us what we're bearing. We have to eat whatever our fruit, what our seed grows, whatever kind of fruit our seed grows. That's what we have to endure through life, okay? 
So if we're in Christ and Christ is in us, we should be bearing good fruit because God is good. But if we haven't been delivered from the knowledge of the evil part and we are seeding evil seeds, we are going to produce evilness in our life. We're going to produce that. Now, evil can come against us, but it's better for the evil to come against us because of Jesus' namesake, because we're in God, in Christ, than the evil to come because we're doing evil. It's a difference in that. It's a difference. The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent takes it by force. So we know this. There's a war. But if we are the war against ourselves, it's going to show in our life. It's going to show. Our choices are seeds also. Our words are seeds. Our deeds are seeds. What are we producing? Because God does excellent things. He does right things. God is good. He does things of love and in righteousness. And for us, being in the word, we have access to the wisdom of God. And um, um, understanding, instructions, prudence, equity, knowledge, and discretion. So we have all the things to keep us on the right path. We come short daily because of this flesh we're in, but we don't sin intentionally. We don't practice sin because God is in us. And we, once we have him in our heart, not just our mind, in our heart, God is always going to lead us as he is. He's going to lead us as he is. Now, as we're walking, there's things that constantly have to be, that's why he's purging. There's things that constantly have to be removed that's in our flesh sit or sit it in the seat of our soul that attached itself to us when we were eating from the tree of good and evil. So those things, until we are called to Christ and we still only see in part, we still only see in part, but through this life, those spots, those blemishes, and those wrinkles, God is washing. He's cleansing constantly, renewing our minds. We are becoming new creatures. He's teaching us new things. Wisdom is opening up the eyes of our understanding. And we're getting wisdom. And then we have to practice getting understanding for the instruction. And then we have to hearken to what's being said to us, to what's being uh, told to us. How we being ordered, we have to follow the order steps of God. And we have the things of God. God does great things through us. And I'm, I'm going to be closing. But Jesus tells us that he's in us and we're in him. It says, he that abides in me, in the word, in the Lord Jesus, in him the same brings forth much fruit for or because without the word without the lord you can do nothing especially nothing good but you can do nothing if a man abides in the word of god the lord jesus he is oh wait a minute if the if a man sorry if a man abide not in the word of god the lord jesus he is cast thrown he is cast forth as a branch and is withered 
he dies because there's no living water, no breath of life, no life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And without Jesus, there's no life. We are walking dead, dead men walking. There's so many dead men walking. That's why they're doing stuff in darkness and evil because there's no light. There's no living water. They have rejected the breath of life. Okay? So, and is withered and men gather them and cast them, throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in the Lord Jesus, the word of God, and my words, the word of God abides in you, we got to keep hold. You shall ask what you will. Why? Because our will, when God is in us and we're in God, our will we forsake because we're cleansed. And so he deposits his will within us. So it says what you will and it shall be done because it's according to the work that God is doing in us. God does great things. God does great things. Enoch walked with God until he was not. I believe it was 300 years. That was God that gave him that strength to do that. Noah has built one of the biggest vessels ever. God gave him that strength to do that. Elijah was one of the fastest men and the greatest prophet because God was working in him. David was a man after God's own heart and valiant because God put that in him. Samson was one of the strongest men ever because God, and killed the most enemies at one time because God put that in him. Solomon was the wisest and the richest because God put that in him. Deborah got to sit at the gate as one of the only women that's named because God put that in her. Ruth was a convert and gave birth pre the king of David because God, she converted and God put that in her. Esther got to sit on the throne in the enemy's camp and then write the laws that cannot be changed because God put that in them. Paul is so many. Peter, Elisha, Isaiah, Jeremiah, they all, because God does excellent things. And he put it in us. We got to receive. And we got to know. Knowledge. Especially what's earthly. Has no power. Against the wisdom of God. When we receive the word. We are now clean. And what he has. We have. And this is what the Lord has. Um. Verse 11 in Revelation 5. This is John, John the Apostle. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne. We get eternal life. We get to be around the throne. Um, about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them were 10,000 times, 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb 
that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. When we're in him, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, and the Lord Jesus and the word of the word of God is in us. He deposits blessings and honor and glory and power. No. Power, riches, wisdom, strength, and honor and glory and blessings within us too. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I pray you have the most blessed, nice, sweet sleep, sending love to y'all from our Father, God in heaven, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit of God. Love y'all. Peace.